All right, Mama! So excited to be here with you, and I love this series we're doing, and I'm pumped about it. Mom guilt is such a fun topic. I mean, okay, it's what you're feeling, what you're experiencing isn't fun, but speaking against it is so fun because it's just such a big lie, and I love shedding light on it so that we can get rid of it, and we can say you're gone, and we just get to stand in joy and do all the dancing and have fun, and it's going to be hard too, but we don't have to have this added pressure and added exhaustion of this lie that we're living in. And so uh, we're continuing this series on mom guilt. This is part two uh, for working moms that are struggling with guilt and and worrying about, uh, are you going to ruin your connection with your child if you work? And what does it mean? And I have a lot to say to you about it because uh, God has a lot to say to you about it. And so I'm excited to guide you in this uh, conversation so that you can really figure out what it looks like for you to stand in truth and get rid of any any thought that does not align with the mind of Christ, because that's what we're called to do. We're called to hold every thought captive, including thoughts that tear us down. I think sometimes we think those thoughts that we need to hold captive are just like, you know, the angry thoughts or the jealous thoughts or, you know, these these kind of ugly thoughts towards other people. But the same goes for ugly thoughts towards ourselves. We need to have just as much vigor and diligence to, to, to remove these thoughts that are negative towards ourself and, or to hold them captive and say, God, what do you have to say about this? What do you think about this? And so we need to stand firm and learn how to do that with the thoughts towards ourselves as well. So I hope this will equip you a little bit more to do that. And I'm excited to jump in. Make sure you go and listen to the part one of this episode uh, to give you more content of what we're talking about. And then now we're going to dive into part two. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Here is my process for how to stop feeling guilty, how to really assess what's happening and get to the root of it. Get rid of this. So I want you, yeah, make sure you get your pen and your paper out. And this is step number one. So ask yourself, where is this belief coming from? This is kind of what we already talked about. Is this um, from unrealistic cultural expectations, like attachment parenting? Is this from um, previous generations? And, and with that, is it guilt from them? Is it peer pressure? Is it, um, you know, wisdom? Like, what what is, where is this coming from? Is it your pain cycle? If you've mapped out your pain cycle with me, this can be triggering. Maybe you feel like inadequate in a lot of different places like me. And so when you're thinking about parenting, this is what comes up. Or when you're thinking about working, it's triggering your pain cycle. So maybe that's it. And so, you know, walk through your four steps and, and we'll get to the bottom of that. But what is the root? Why? Where is this belief? Where is this question coming from? Okay, that's step number one. And take some time on that. Like really spend a good chunk journaling about what that is, where it's coming from, and the nuances of that. Second part is bring that belief 
or the core of that question and bring it to God. Okay, bring it to his feet and ask him what he thinks. I want you to hold it to the light of scripture. What does the Bible say about this? Is is this contrary to the Bible? Does it align with the Bible? What what where is this at? And and also bring in healthy leaders in your church. Ask them their thoughts. Ask them to to have some feedback or even healthy peers that are connected to God and are, are, are walking in his in purpose. Ask them what they think. Ask them how they've worked through this. And that's a great place to get some feedback too of uh, other moms that are walking in purpose, that are following God. And um, like, what do they think about this? How have they worked through this? So that's the second step. I want you to really write down what you think God says about it. What does the Bible say about it? And write write that down in paragraph form and really kind of uh, sit there for a while. Okay. Number three is see if you need to make any modifications. Okay. So we want to make sure that we're not basing this question or this belief in the wrong thing. But there might always be room for modifications. Maybe part of the guilt is God trying to say something to you. And and maybe you're taking it um, as something healthy he's trying to speak to you. And you're turning it into uh, unhealthy guilt. You know, who knows? But just to assess. And this is, too, also going to help you stand more confidently knowing, okay, I've gone through the questions. I've gone through and analyzed every bit of it. And I know so confidently that I'm walking in purpose. I'm being obedient to God. And so this is just going to give you more confidence. And so um, here's some ideas of like what modifications could look like. Maybe there is an unhealthy ambition inside of you that's leading you to work too much. So maybe you are fueled by money. Maybe you're fueled by success. Maybe there's some unhealthy part of that in you that is uh, making you work more than you should. So that's something to analyze. Is there any of that in you? Another thing is maybe you're in the wrong job. Maybe you, you know, like we were saying, maybe you're in a job where you feel comfortable. You've been there forever, but you know it's not what you're called to. And and even with that, maybe the job you're called to won't take as many hours. Or maybe it's just, you know, you're not being obedient to your calling. And so that's where the guilt is coming from. And it actually maybe has nothing to do with your kids, but you feel like you're wasting your time away at this job because you're not meant to be there. And so if you were, if you stepped into that calling, you wouldn't feel like you're wasting your time because you know you're living out this calling that God has put on your heart and that has, has called you on mission to. And so then it's not uh, stealing that time from your kids. It's pouring it into God's mission. So analyze that. Is it possible that you are at the wrong job? You haven't been obedient to what God has been saying. You're playing it safe. You're being comfortable. And maybe kind of a a secondary note with that, maybe you're at a job, but you actually don't need to work at all. Maybe you feel comfortable there. It helps you guys really uh, excel in your finances, but you've, you know, wanted to stay at home, but you just are trying to play it safe and this is, you know, what feels okay right now. And so maybe you're not even supposed to be working at all. Now, this can't come from a place of guilt and comparison and shame, but maybe there is something God wants to speak to you. So ask yourself that. Is there any, is there something you're missing in what God has been speaking to you about work? Now, another option to analyze is maybe you need to actually hire some childcare because you're trying to work and your kid is there and you're working at all crazy hours of the night and the morning. 
because you're trying to do it all and be it all and be all things for all people and you're exhausted and you might just feel like this sense of guilt because you're not being fully present with your kid. You're not being fully giving yourself at work. You're not giving yourself fully to your husband. You're not giving yourself fully to God because you're trying to do it all. And maybe for you, it's time to actually hire someone to watch your kid for a while. And now everyone's different, but I know for me, if I try and work while my kids are there, um, and you know, it obviously depends on their ages and all of that, but for where we're at, it doesn't go well. I snap at them. I'm grumpy with them. Uh, I don't get my focus work time. I don't give them my best self. And so it never goes well. And so maybe you're trying to do that and you all, you know that you're like me and it's not going well. And so maybe it's time to see what God might have for you. Maybe something needs to shift. Okay. After you analyze if there's any changes that might need to happen, the next question I want you to walk through is, well, this isn't a question. I want you to do this task. I want you to go and have a conversation um, specifically with your kid. And maybe also with, um, you know, if there's a specific person that's fueling this guilt or this question, maybe have a conversation with them as well, like we talked about earlier. But for all of you, I want you to have a conversation with your kid. And this is something I want you to do on an ongoing basis. I want you to ask them like, hey, what does it feel like? Do you feel connected to me? And, you know, you have to figure out like, depending on their age, how you want to frame that question. Obviously for littles, you might want to say it differently, but like essentially try and get to the core of it. How do they feel? Are they feeling connected to you? Do they feel like they have time with you? Um, How do they feel about you working? And I bet you their answer might surprise you, especially if you've been feeling so guilty and so distraught over this. I bet you their answer might surprise you. So ask them, have this ongoing conversation with them about how how you guys are doing, being connected to each other. And then I want you to ask them too, even if they feel really connected, I want you to ask them, when do you feel the most valued? When do you feel the most connected to me? And you can kind of get some insight onto how to really make sure that connection is tight. Like what means the most to them? That way, you know, if you have less time, you can invest it in the right place where they really feel that love. They really feel that connection. It's probably going to be different for every kid. Maybe it's playtime. Maybe it's going on an adventure. Maybe it's getting ice cream with you. You know, whatever it is, ask them when they feel the most connected um, or the most valued, again, in whatever language based on their age. Um, But I want you to think about this. Like, I don't, I really believe that less time doesn't mean less love. So it's, it's about quality, not quantity. And I know I've experienced this as I've stepped into working. And again, this is something I've shared with you before, but I really feel like I have, I give such a better quality of my time to my kids because Now, when I'm with them, I'm like hungry to be with them. I'm so excited to be with them. Now, there's days that I don't, if I'm not feeling well or, you know, whatever it is, there's days I don't feel like that. But generally, I'm so stoked to be with them. And I really didn't always feel like that when it was every day of the week, all day long. And so now I'm like really excited. I'm like, what are we going to do? We got to make this amazing. And it's just such a different level of interaction. And so figure out how you can pour into them in a special way that's unique to them that really helps them feel that and have this open dialogue with them so that if maybe you do start working too much, maybe you get into so caught up in what's going on at work that you just, you know, kind of forget to prioritize them. And now they feel maybe safe to come and say, hey, mom, I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. We haven't played in, you know, you know, whatever they're going to say. 
And that way, that's, there's this open dialogue there. Now, you know, to do it in a respectful way, but they're going to feel safe to, to come and talk to you about how they're feeling. And the thing is, there might be seasons where you actually just have to work more. I know at my husband's job, this is the reality. And even as his wife, I have struggled with this. And I can be like a child and I'm like, ah, this, this isn't fair, you know. But the more that we've gone through this, I've seen the waves of it. And I've seen how the wave goes up and he's not home for a long time. And then the wave comes back down finally and it gets better. And, you know, there's just seasons like that. And so the beauty of having this open dialogue with your children is that then you can help them understand the waves. You can say, Hey, you know, maybe if you've forgotten to talk to them about it, if they come to you and they're like, Oh, I haven't seen you in forever. And you were talking about connected with me and I don't feel connected to you. And now you can then say, Hey, you know what? This season is really hard at work and it's hard on me too. And I really miss you. You know what? Let's, let's make a special date this weekend. And, um, we're going to go do something really special, just me and you. And we'll have that time together. So that way they can talk to you about it and you can help them walk through that hard season. That's hard for all of you. And instead of them just feeling alone and them creating their own narrative and their own lies, you guys, you can, you can actually speak to that. Okay. So make sure you have that conversation with your kid, write it down. And as soon as you can, maybe they're there right now, go do it right now. Go pause this and go have that conversation. It's going to be so great for both of you. Okay, number four, I think. (laughs) Um, So we kind of already touched on this, but find ways to be more intentional. So I want you to take the feedback from your conversation with your kid. And I want you um, to look at the time that you do have together. And I want you to think about what you could do to be more intentional with the time that you have. So some ideas. Um, at dinner time, this is something that we do almost every day is we do our happy saddies. And this idea comes from, uh, the kids pro- programming at our church, which is just so phenomenal. And, uh, in the, in the with the older kids, they do these happy saddies. It's kind of like a version of happy crappies. If you've heard of those, uh, and they all go around and share something happy that happened that day or that week. And then something kind of sad or hard that happened that day or that week. And so we do this almost every day and we get to be intentional with that dinner time, which especially with littles can feel challenging to kind of uh, know how to navigate those conversations and how to have an intentional conversation. And so this is something that's so easy. And especially if I'm exhausted and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't think of like creative questions. I have this. It's a great go-to and it, it's different every day. And my, my son that's three always has something new to say about it. And then I ask my one-year-old and she mumbles something to me that doesn't make sense, but she also feels a part of it. It's the best. And so this is beautiful thing. And I get to share my happy Sadie and my, my three-year-old loves when I do that because he just gets to hear what I think. And it gets a chance, give it a chance usually to uh, talk about how much fun I had with them or, or even how I miss them. Like if I didn't get to really spend time time with them. That's often my saddie of like, man, I didn't really get to spend a lot of time with you guys today. And that was so sad for me. And so you can kind of hear my heart. uh, And it's just this beautiful opportunity of connection. So it's like these little things you can input into the time you do have together. Um, Another one that is, you know, pretty common, but such a great one if you don't already have it implemented is devotionals at breakfast. So having a kid's devotional book, uh, having a children's Bible, if your kids are old enough, reading um, from a chapter in the Bible. You know, I've even um, from uh, the book Shepherding a Child's Heart, he talks about acting out the Bible stories to your kids. And we've done this a few times since I read that. My three-year-old loves it. He loves when I'm Goliath. (laughs) 
It's so fun. Or one of his other favorites is Zacchaeus. Um, oh, it's so great. And he just loves when we get to, we get to act that out. And so, you know, whether it's at breakfast or dinner, whenever you have that space for it, making that time to get to talk about God and the Bible and, uh, get to pour into them in that way. And along with these, you know, things we're trying to do to be intentional, I want you to also look at, is there something you could do in the preparation for breakfast or dinner to create more time to connect, whether that's more time to like in the morning, uh, sit down with them instead of just rushing around. Um, you know, can you make them overnight oats? So you just stick them in the fridge and they're ready in the morning. Can you pack their lunch the night before? Um, can you make a simpler breakfast? Like what, what does that look like? How can you do that? Um, so that you can have more time to connect. Maybe it is making a simpler dinner because you know that like the elaborate dinner is good, but they don't always, that doesn't always uh, equate to love and connection for your kid. And so you do something simpler that's equally delicious, um, but then you have more time to be with them and connect. So think through those kind of things as well. Um, And then some other ideas for trying to be more intentional with the time you have. Uh, Make dinners an adventure. Like we love around here doing picnics. It's like one of the easiest things that makes something feel special. Um, I get so antsy when I'm inside for too long with the kids. And so, I mean, I love being inside when I'm alone. I often just thrive in that space. But with the kids, I go crazy pretty fast most of the time, unless it's like raining outside and cozy. But anyways, when we go and we have a picnic, whether it's a picnic in the backyard, a picnic at the park, um, a picnic, he's like, you could do it anywhere. It's, it's one of our favorite things to do because it's so easy. And we sometimes pack a lunch and do a picnic. Sometimes we grab takeout and do a picnic. Sometimes we go to Trader Joe's and get some of the little, uh, ready meals, um, and go and go to the park. Like there's a million ways to do it. And it's one of our favorite things and it makes it feel so special. They get excited about that. So maybe it's making dinner special in that way. And then maybe being intentional is just literally about scheduling 10 to 20 minutes of that one-on-one time. You know, for littles, just that solid 10 to 20 minutes of playtime every day can have a huge impact on them. So you know, it's hard to say you don't have time for 10 minutes, right? Even if you delay bedtime for 10 minutes, you can find 10 minutes to play um, or to whatever activity they like, help them ride their bike or, you know, everyone, whatever age they're at, what they like to do, but find that 10 to 20 minutes so you can be in super intentional, no phones, no screens, doing what they love to do. And that is going to really pour into them. So I want you to get creative. I want you to sit down and come up with some ideas. Maybe you heard some here. Maybe you have some more ideas about how to be more intentional with the time that you do have. Now, maybe you're doing great at this. So if you're already doing great at the time that you're being intentional, then you're just going to really have to work on the next step, which is remind yourself of the truth. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And so maybe, maybe this isn't there for you. But if that's you, I want you to write down all the ways you already are intentional, what you are pouring into your kids, because that's going to help fight these lies or these questions of, am I going to mess up this connection with my kid? Should I feel guilty for working? And if you write down all these ways you're already being intentional, you're going to remind yourself of, whoa, okay, I already have these things. We're so connected. We're, we're doing great. And so you're not going to be caught up in this questioning so much. 
And then, you know, these are amazing moments you can create even if you're just home for dinner, just there for breakfast. And then, you know, if if you have some form of a weekend, whether it's traditional weekend or some other days of the week, just make those days really intentional too. Don't be sitting in front of the TV. Uh, Go out on adventures together. Make sure you have that, that special time as a family to be connected and doing things that they love because that is also gonna just fuel that relationship and it doesn't have to be this grand adventure every day of the week and all of these things. But you can create that space on the weekend too. Even if it's just like one segment of one day, you guys go on a family adventure every Saturday morning, that's going to do so much to feel that connection. Especially when you add in those little moments of intentionality throughout the week. Even, you know, even those tiny little moments. So, okay. Number six is remind yourself, and sorry if I counted wrong. (laughs) I don't have these actually numbered. Uh, remind yourself of the truth. Okay. So you've done all the work, right? You've uh, assessed where these thoughts are coming from. You have brought that to God. You've looked and seen if you m- could make any modifications. You had a conversation. You try to figure out if there's any ways you can be more intentional. Now, if you're still feeling that, it's time to speak some truth to yourself. And every time you feel like this, you've got to go back to kind of the first steps. Go back to the why of what you're doing. Are you being obedient to God? Are you providing for your family? Like, why are you doing these things? And and bring it to the light. Bring the thoughts you're having to the light and make sure that you're reminding yourself of why you're working. Because there is a why there. Okay, and if you've already gone through the assessment and you've seen, okay, I'm on track, I'm listening to God, I'm doing the right thing, then this guilt is just this lie that's trying to hold you back and so you've got to speak some truth to yourself. Look look yourself in the mirror, tell yourself what the truth is about who you are and what kind of parent you are. And if you're really struggling with this, I really encourage you to figure out your pain cycle. It's probably getting caught up in there. So I would love to help you with that through coaching or the Morning Mama Academy is going to be launching soon. Um, And Uh, Yeah, I would love to help you form that. You can also go to episodes 15 through 20 and listen to that and kind of form it yourself and kind of get get it going um, and get your four steps going. But you really got to do that work to make sure you can stand in the truth and not get caught up in these things all the time. And I want you to have this process. So we have our six steps, okay? So we have um, ask yourself where the belief is coming from, bring the belief to God, see if you need to make any modifications, have a conversation with your kid, with anyone else involved, find ways to be more intentional, remind yourself of the truth. So every time this comes up, I want you to go through those steps every time. And even if they're probably going to get shorter if this happens a lot, right? You already have gone through the process of assessing if there's anything that needs to change. And so now you're just reminding yourself of, oh, wait, no, nothing needs to change. Or, or maybe it is something that needs to change because maybe it's a different season. And so this is a tool I want you to carry with you. And that way you can be confidently living out the call that God has on your life. Because how horrible would it be to be faithful, be, yeah, faithful to God's call, be living that out, and yet feel horrible about it, right? Like that's just torturing yourself for no reason. You're being obedient to God. You're being faithful. You're, and you're being faithful with your kids. And so if you're being faithful in everything that God has trusted you with, then this this guilt is only going to make you exhausted and it's going to make it harder for you to show up and it's going to make it 
harder to be present, right? So we've got to get rid of these unhealthy lies that are swarming around us and really ground ourselves in the truth of God's word. So I hope this encourages you. You're an amazing mama if you're working, whether you're working or not, but I know we're speaking to working mamas today. So if you're working, you are so amazing. You are juggling so much and you should feel so proud of yourself. It is a lot. And to try and figure out how to do it all well takes some time. So give yourself some grace, if, especially if this is new or your kid is new or, you know, like you're trying to figure this all out together. It's a lot. And so just give yourself some grace as you navigate the nuances of this and, and are figuring out how to how to do it all well. Like it's going to take some time, but I know that God is going to guide you and lead you. And I hope that this uh, tool will help you just stand firm in that ground. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for every mama that's listening. I thank you for the call that you put on our lives to provide for our families, to be moms to our kids, to step into the mission and the world that you have for us. God, I thank you for all of it, God. And I thank you that um, we don't have to just pick one. God, I thank you that you uh, have given us strength and equipped us for such a time as this so that we can do all of these things that you're calling us to and do them well, God. And so I just pray for wisdom, God. You promised to give us more wisdom when we ask. So I pray for more wisdom for everyone listening, God, that you would just guide us and and help us to see clearly if there's anything that we need to to change. We're going to look at it with fresh eyes, God, without guilt, without condemnation, without shame, and just be ready to receive what you might have for us. Even if that's a shift, it doesn't mean we're not good enough. It doesn't mean we're doing something wrong. It just means that you have a new direction for us or or there's a way that you want to encourage us to, to be stronger, to focus on something. And so, God, I just pray that every mama would trust your voice, God. And uh, when, when they hear from you, Lord, that they would just feel at peace with that, even if it's a challenge, even if it's a new direction, Lord, um, and that you would just encourage them we pray all of this guilt would fall away in the name of Jesus, God, and only your voice would ring true, God. We pray that all of the cultural expectations would fall away, God. We would see them so clearly and we would we would throw them aside and we would just stand firmly in what you expect of us, God. And that's never unrealistic. And so we thank you for that, God. And we thank you for these mamas that are amazing, incredible moms. And I pray for more confidence that they would see clearly how incredible they are, God, and see clearly how they're being faithful to your call. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.